Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome, welcome everybody to the Blood and Mud podcast. The podcast that's had an interesting couple of days. Yeah. Since Saturday, or well, this part of the podcast says anyway, a big, a big hello to all those people out there who might be listening to, for the first time because of my live commentary on the Guardian being bandied around <laughs> on Twitter like fuck. Um, welcome along. You're going to be very, very confused and or disappointed when I start telling you about me gardening. So, uh, you know, it's, it's not, weird... it's not, it's not all aggravating the All Blacks. Believe me. No, it, it's a, this is a weird sort of like, uh, like it's. There's a kind of weird dread when you go vaguely viral, I find. Yeah, it is strange. It is a strange. Sort of like, it gives you a window into what it feels like, I guess. Um, yeah. And it's it was fine. Secret. If the Guardian choose to sack me, then that's fine. I, yeah. I you know, I'll take that on the chin. <laughs> so it's a, but anyway, yeah. So I, you know, inserted some chat on the uh on the Guardian live commentary I was doing in Wales, New Zealand about um Shannon Frizzell and Reese and Seven I mean, Reese. You, you spoke pure facts, man. I did so. speak pure facts. Part of the fact that I, I misidentified Seven Reese, which was unfortunate, because um, unfortunate, yes, but understandable given that. But doesn't yeah. change the facts of what I was trying to say. Uh, no. The point is, and I, was, and I don't, you know, doing live. So if you glance at the screen, sometimes think you've seen what you've seen. Turn where I start typing again. Um, I can't tell you. I, I don't put you know trade secrets here. Mm. I can't tell you the number of times I've just gone, um, oh, I think that was that person, and just put that into the paragraph and moved on. Well, therein lies the sort of awkwardness of doing those live stream things, isn't it? It's like yeah. you are – it's different to doing even like TV commentary because you are quite literally typing while – You have watching. to try and get a balance between looking at the screen and looking at what you're typing and looking yeah. back again and finishing off and moving again. So, yeah. Unless you're fucking Mavis Beacon, you're not exactly like – my mother's a touch type genius. She could do it. She could look at a screen mm. and then just type while she's doing it, but I can't do that. But uh, so I've, I've tried to keep quiet on it mostly, but I will just address it now before we move on, if you don't mind. Very quickly, mm. um, some people said, was it a right time to bring up something like that in a live commentary? My view is, is that uh, domestic violence and gender-based violence around sport is hardly discussed at all. Yeah. Or not in any meaningful and real way. If you can't throw in some comment about there are some people who are actually guilty or certainly have been publicly admitted to have done such things and are still openly playing rugby with very little follow-up, if that's not a context to actually even mention it in, then it's a significant problem. So I would ask, well, when the hell are you supposed to mention it then if you don't do it like that? When two players are in the same team on the same day, play for an international team, I think it's probably reasonable to mention it. The other point I would make as well is that a lot of people say I'm out of – a few people – actually, the overwhelming response has been quite positive, actually. But a few a few people have made the point that why would you mention something that was so 
a, a bad part of somebody's life. Um, well, it was a bad part of the woman's life, I would say, but um, for a start. And yeah. the second thing is that there's always an assumption made that people get caught doing things like this publicly, and that's the only time it's ever happened and the only time it will ever happen again. And it's a very... I mean, I'd love the love if the, I would love I'd rather people just didn't do it full stop. But I would love if these things were just isolated incidents. But quite frankly, society and, shows that that's not often the case. And I'd, a bit of an overlap here in my in my stuff that isn't arsing about on the internet about rugby and the work that I do. I've chaired numerous numerous domestic violence cases and multi agency risk uh, conferences around stuff like this. And I'd, I'd love to say that people go on to perpetrate a program and it never happens again. Um, but in, in a lot of cases, it doesn't. Um, a lot a lot of cases, it, it doesn't. Men and women come to the... I've, dealt, I've seen cases of men and women, men hitting women, women hitting men. The vast, vast majority of it is men hitting women. That is just mm-hmm. a fact. So the idea that the All Blacks response was that it's not a gendered issue is frankly just absolute and completely bollocks. I know that was Steve Anthony's not around anymore. But... Um, so yeah, so I mean, I don't know. I, I obviously don't know what's happening with with Severin Reese right now. I think Shannon Frizzell's a bit of a completely very nasty piece of work, to be honest. Um, if I'm Sever, a lot of people point. That's what the point I'm making is. A lot of people point to Severin Reese's wife or partner still being with him as evidence that I'm out of order even mentioning this. My experience suggests that we've got no idea what's still going on there at all. No, and, and even it's... worse than that, the All Blacks have not fronted this in any kind of public way whatsoever. And that's and why I in... mention it. Yeah, and therein lies the you know I, I am a great believer in fucking you know restorative justice and you know people being able to absolutely that's what you want you know, yeah, people for everybody to, you involved know, people yeah. assume for what they've done to show that they've demonstrated that they've changed and that they have learned from their mistakes and to move on with their lives. What we continually get in sport, particularly when it comes towards violence towards women in rugby union, is people being sort of forgiven or given a second chance without ever having to demonstrate that they have gone through that process of restorative justice to actually make amends for what they've done and to show that demonstrate that they've changed the the fact that they have you know that, that they have sort of been they've paid their debt to society inverted commas is deemed as enough and that and that we should all move on and I don't <laughs> We know that that is not, you know, particularly when in most cases these people have not really had any kind of actual punishment more than like maybe a fine or a bit of community service. It's like I would much rather they, you know, came out and talked about what they did and used it as a, you know, demonstrate that they've changed and used it as a way to kind of. I don't think it's an unreasonable ask. I don't know what's it got to do with us, their private life, but they did these things in public. They make a living in public. They yeah, are they are paraded around in public as being part of one of the strongest cultural decent brands in the world. I just think there's something. I'm a bit pissed off with the whole thing, really, and so therefore I, I take an opportunity. And and again, I come back to the point. Um, it's not as if this is just banged on and on and on about every three days, and nobody Ooh. can fucking move for hearing about this stuff, is it? So, um, well, yeah. So. Yeah, well, I'm doing like, England, New Zealand in a couple of weeks, so maybe <laughs> so, so, so I'll, I'll see how I feel on that day. But there you go. By way of contrast, though, you know, if you don't talk about it, then you, you know, do what Nick Mullins had to do in the Argentina England game, where he mentioned that Pablo Matera is no longer Argentina captain, <laughs> yes. but didn't <laughs> didn't elaborate on why. And that's all I have to say about that. Moving yeah. on, yes. not Argentina captain anymore, of course. Of course, why? Does the average yeah. the average kind of Amazon Prime viewing person know that he's a massive like he did a lot of fucking racist shit <laughs> and then basically yeah. got a slap on the wrist and never had to really kind of make any kind of amends or, or demonstrate that he changed or any of that stuff? But you know, and that if that's the other side of it, and I understand, you know, I'm not singling fucking Nick Mullins out here. I understand that broadcasters yeah. have policies on these things. Um, which is fucked up in itself, but there we go. But like, if that's the alternative, then I would much rather sort of draw attention to these things while they're relevant than just kind of pretend they haven't happened because that just feels like morally disingenuous. I've taken up time to dwell on this only because I was going to write a thread about it on Twitter, 
But I thought, I can't be arsed with that because I can't be arsed with locking up the comments and having a shitload of quote tweets anyway and all that stuff. So, yeah, I've used my platform where I can just say what I want without any responses and people can do it like. So that's what I've done. So there you go. Uh, So, yeah, an interesting couple of days. You do kind of want it to stop when it starts, though. So you do get Mm. some feeling of of this stuff. So anyway, yeah, but there you go. Um, Yeah, so there you go. Hello. Welcome, everybody. And if there's anybody here who's never listened to this before, here we are. It's uh, the Blood and Blood Rugby podcast. In between that, this weekend, I not I put I, I spent a day on my own pulling down a 30, 40 foot sycamore using a chainsaw and ropes, Perfect. climbing. Honest what, to God, then rung it up for logs. I was going to say, be what nice and dry for, next, for everything than that. Hey. I should dry they'll be for next year. So that's that's more of our content. <laughs> um, what have you been up to? Anything? Having um, an haircut. I look at things very haircut. sharp. Yeah, yeah. Finally, have to do it. Um, I've had I've not had the best weekend to be honest. No, has been ill so. He's oh. had his first first proper cold, and he—I mean—he's still currently got the, that cold actually. And yeah, we must have, we, have, we may have to abandon this episode <laughs> at very short notice, depending yeah, last, on how. Uh, no one yeah, gets last it. night he started crying uh, about half past eight and didn't stop crying until about one in the morning. Which means so, he'll be crying before we even get to any of the games. So um, yes, indeed. So yeah. shall we try? And, we're going to try and move it on more quickly this week because there are about four hundred games, games to, to talk about, week, aren't yeah. there? So. Um, Let's just let's just leave it there. Um, if you want to get in touch with me, I'm well for now. I'm at Blood and Mud on Twitter yeah. or Lee at bloodandmud.com. You started talking about Mastodon. Yes, um, I don't like thing. it. Well, I've not looked at it, but you started talking about it, and I thought you were talking about the metal band. I mean, I was like, what the hell's that got to do in a context? Because I've, I've never heard of it until literally I've you mentioned it, it, and I had until about two weeks ago. And I don't think it's the answer. I think the reality is, when to, if if and when Twitter becomes uninhabitable, we'll just stop tweeting, and maybe the world will be a better place if we do. But yeah, until then, at Josh Gardner on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Well, Leo I am obviously. So um, you can get touch us there. We are on Sports Social Network or wherever you get your podcasts from. Basically, you'll you'll have found us by now. But most importantly, we are on uh, Patreon dot com slash your day night at the movies who cares what picture we see blood and mud where you can uh, come along and get um, for two pound a month and 20 quid for the year you get extra episodes i'm recording an extra one with tony collins on wednesday the one i mentioned last week mm-hmm. uh, and also uh access to the private facebook group and lots of other little perks as well the full episodes each week or you can do five pound a month or 50 pound for the year and get yourself a player bio and we've had three of those this week josh three people wow. have had a player bio this week so i'll, I'll we, we get to move along so I'll, I'll start with Stu owen hello Stu, and thank you very much for your vip membership i've got Stu owen is a Massive robot human hybrid second row for old Thunderdomians RFC in a plo- in a post climate wars desolate future hellscape. Love it. Still has a better disciplinary record than Thomas Lavanini, though. I was uh, like, there was a moment where he, like, no arms clear outed someone on Saturday, on Sunday, and I was just like, here we go. But now they just gave him a little turning off for it. He's slightly too thin for a man so aggressive, <laughs> Lavanini. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He's like he's got the sort of wiry frame of a kind of Eastern European holding midfielder. Or of a Luke Charteris type. Yeah, a little bit. But then he's a shit house, And it's yeah. like one of those things doesn't add up. Who have you got, Josh, on the VIP? Uh, I've got Brian Pinfold, uh, or Danger Mouse, as he's known to his teammates. <laughs> and not just because his name sounds like Penfold. Uh, and not because, as the theme song goes, uh, he's the strongest, he's the quickest, he's the best, he's amazing. Uh, no, it's because actually he once got poked in the eye by his own lifter at a line-out and had to wear an eye patch for two weeks. So, yeah, uh, Ryan Danger Mouse Pinfold. There you are. And thank you very much, Ryan. Um, I, I think Ryan submitted a shit good as well. He's, he's gone straight in there. He's wasted no time. He did it on the Facebook group. Straight in the Facebook group, straight in the shit goods. Um, and finally this week, we've got uh, another number. Well, it's from our old friend David, David Perkinson. But he's said, because he's had to redo his thing, can we do his son, Wiley? 
which is I said, absolutely not? no problem at all. So we've got Wiley Perkinson, which is an incredible name. Incredible. In in the first from the first offing, anyway. Um, so Wiley Perkinson, a delightful cherub of an outside half, who despite his small stature runs approximately four hundred and ninety-eight times his weight, <laughs> much to the shock of every opponent he plays against. Indeed, he's like, yeah, sort of like the reverse Leslie Vinicola. <laughs> he ran his weight in RL. I don't know. Rugby Union seems to confuse him. I don't know what it was. <laughs> it really did. <laughs> Uh, Speaking of RL, did you see Tonga Samoa yesterday? No, I didn't. Was that Mother a... of Christ? Rewatch that if you can. <laughs> oh. Was it everything we'd want? I'll tell you what's fucking good, by the way. Wheelchair Rugby League is fucking good. Isn't it? I think we're... real good. Because I, I flicked it on thinking I'll watch this. Because I'm not, I'll be honest, I'm not a huge fan of the whole murder ball wheelchair rugby no. thing. Wheelchair, rug- wheelchair, rugby. wheelchair rugby isn't very good, in my opinion. Because it's like, it's, yeah, because it's too long and too repetitive, and, and, and it's too much. It's like it's like um, basketball meets water polo meets ice hockey, and I don't know why they call it wheelchair rugby because there's very little rugby involved aside from hitting people. On the other hand, though, wheelchair rugby league—it feels like proper rugby. Yeah, playing a little gridiron thing indoors, yeah. and they got a, and they kick. They have to they ground the, the ball. They're they diving on kicks, and they, oh, it's wonderful! It's great. And they run, and they run like recognizable pattern. Yes. Like even though it's remarkable, remarkable given that they're having to both wheel and handle the ball at the same time, but like from a play the ball, you can see them running a recognizable yeah. like two waves and everything. Yeah, all it passes off one hand. Yeah. It's incredible. It's crazy. It's incredible. I I would say I, I flicked it on. I think it was the England Australia opening game, and then every time it's been on, it's been on, and I've been in front of the TV since. I've been like. Hmm. I'm going to watch a bit more of that. It's fucking real good. Didn't good. enjoy France putting 150 points on Wales. <laughs> but then, I mean... Yeah, it does. The scores pile up quick in that game, don't they? I tell you what, that England-Spain game yesterday where it was like 23-10 or something with five minutes until half-time and then <laughs> England scored on five tries in four minutes. And it was like, oh, this has got out of hand. Real out of hand. But yeah, it's, really, it's great value. Yeah, incredible stuff. The documentary mm. about the women's rugby league is worth watching as well. The league, oh, the women's rugby league players yeah. on BBC that's worth watching as well because they're all you know mm. non-professional and all that stuff. It's interesting mm. to watch. Mm. Um, okay, so there you go. Thank you very much, Stu, Ryan, and Dave Stroke Wiley for that. And you know what to do if you want to get involved in that. You can go to patreon.com slash blood and mud yeah. where you can come along and uh, get some of that should you wish to. Quite. Shall we begin as we always begin with the player spotted, Josh? Because even though we we're trying to move things yeah. on, we can't we can't throw the entire format out of the window. Oh, absolutely not. Chris Hems Worth. is a lovely patron, mm. and he's messaged us via the Patreon messaging service, which you can avail yourself of if you're one of those people. He says, player spotted a few months ago, I saw a former international in Marks and Spencers in Perth. Nice. I'm assuming that's Perth, Scotland, not Perth, Western Australia. I don't know, see. Do you have... Do you have like, M&S in Perth? Well, well yeah, Marks and Spencer's one of those things that exports itself, doesn't it? So like, there's lots of I, M&S in China. I've heard Perth in Australia be described as a hot Croydon. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it strikes me that they might have an M&S food hall in that case then. Um so anyway, he said, so I was taken to M&S against my will. Thanks, Dad, he says, says Chris. <laughs> I first noticed, A, that a large human, that a, that's a, first I thought, that's a large human, and B, there's a cauliflower ear right there as well. After a small amount of squinting, as I'd left my glasses in the car, I realised it was former Scotland international prop Al Dickinson in M&S. Nice. So I'm guessing it is M&S in Perth, that's Scotland. Probably. Interesting detail here. He had about 40 cocktails in a can in his basket. <laughs> Largely mojitos, porn star martinis, and cosmos, he says. I'm unsure how the front row union will feel about this. There's something just that it doesn't scare. It feels there's a, a cognitive dissonance about front rowers with pre done porn star martinis. It's the, like ordering them in a bar, fair enough. But it's, it's getting him in a can just feels weird thing for a front row to do. 
Yeah, but it's, I, I've got because like sometimes I don't know if you do this, Josh, because I don't drink anymore, right? But when if I'm like going to watch like a binge watch something of a Saturday afternoon, there's nobody else saying I might go to the garage down the road and get myself a load of bags of like munchies and stuff. Yeah. To, like, yeah. I've got this real feel he's about to basically settle in to binge watch the Last Dance or something. And he's right. Well, I'm going to the MS first. I've got myself 40 cans of, of, of sweet cocktails that I could shed on the couch while I'm watching. And doesn't that sound like a fucking great day? I mean, by to be the way? fair, it does sound like a great afternoon slash weekend. More power to him, I see. Well done, Al Dickinson. Thank you very much, Chris, for that. If you've got a play spot, you can get in touch. Uh, my DMs are open at Blood and Mud. Um, or you can do leadblundermud.com, or as Chris did, the Patreon messaging service. You'd have to become a Patreon first, though, if that's what you want. You'll, yeah. also, have to be, you'll also have to become a Patreon if you want to listen to us discuss the 500 games from this weekend, because that's a paywall bit. What <laughs> oh, the games this weekend. Is this the big, like, was Saturday, like, the biggest day of, like, meaningful rugby? Union? It feels like the biggest day of international rugby, especially because you could watch every game if you wanted to stay up for... yeah. 20 the only, hours. The only issue yeah. we have is maybe double screening like Italy, Italy Samoa, yeah. Italy Samoa and Scotland Fiji. But like, yeah, you could have started in the wee hours and gone all the way through to like 10 pm if you were a lunatic. The um, sorry, I, I, I meant to finish my point about Tonga Samoa, mm. the rugby league. Honestly, it was like they were trying to create singularities with their contact, it was unbelievable. And it was a two-point win, if you haven't seen it. It was just an incredible game. I wish I'd have gone now. It was only him witness that No, Warrington, was it? Anyway, it wasn't far off. Um, yeah. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Very, very quick news. Shall we do that mm. now? Yes. Uh, Finn Russell's back in the Scotland squad, uh, right. which, is very fun, which is real funny. Which means he's officially the third best fly half in Scotland. <laughs> it's official. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Adam Hastings is injured, though, uh, not because both him and Blair Kinghorn have absolutely shat the bed in various ways in the last two weeks. Adam Hastings was honkingly bad on Saturday. <laughs> um, you have to wonder how Townsend's sort of stock is doing with the squad at this point, because, like, how do you sort of credibility, credibility-wise walk into that room and be like, all right, I'm in charge and I know what I'm doing? I think we said, didn't we... Um... After watching that clip of him doing the speech in the Lions, you've not watched that. You've not watched the Africa Lions documentary, have you? Couldn't bring yourself to watch it, could you? I can't do it. There's it's an horrific bit. bit when he he gets out the Ali Foreman Rumble in the Jungle fight and makes the point about um, Ali being on the ropes and getting off the ropes to win. That was the basis of his and one. It's really fucking basic motivational one-on-one. It's, it's, it's like it's like it's like doing a fucking Facebook meme from 2015 and trying to make it funny to your kids, isn't it? It's really, it really bad. Um, Point of order, actually, though. Uh, Finn Russell is actually the fourth best fly half in Scotland because, of course, Ross Thompson isn't even allowed. Of course, he is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've tried. He's so insignificantly important in so many ways that I couldn't. I can't. I, I, I put him out of my mind. Well, yeah, he was so inexplicable. My brain won't hold him in its in there. So I wouldn't blame you. I don't think anyone at this point. But yeah, you've got to wonder how they're walking. He's walking into that team room. Yeah. So if that's morning. if that's his best motivational speech, mm. you'd be sat there going, "Fucking hell!" And then when you add on to the fact now, all of this that's happened since, 
it, it must be a tough Scot- job. Scotland seems like such an unhappy camp right now. It somehow seems more unhappy and more sort of like fraught than the Wales camp, which should be like that. <laughs> like what? The Wales one, camp should be as unhappy as you are, Josh. Yeah, well, the Wales camp should be like fucking like a, un, you know, it should be a clown's funeral level of sad, and instead, it's just like everybody seems to be getting on quite well. So they're weirdly positive about everything. Meanwhile, up in Scotland, where they're actually playing quite well at times which we'll come on to later, it's just like, no, knives out. Stuart Hogg spending too much time in the Facebook comments. It's it's weird, man. It's weird. He's done, a, he's done, a, he's done an Instagram story. I know, basically. For people having got his hair. Yeah, and his teeth. And he's had his teeth. I didn't even know, I didn't know he's, had, he's had his teeth done, to be honest. Didn't, didn't give a shit. It's like you've got a man bun. People are going to make fun. I'm sorry, if you've got a man bun in 2022, <laughs> people are going to make fun of you. I mean, it's the fact it's not even a man bun. As I said it's last week, it's, it's, it's a man slug. Yeah, <laughs> it's terrible. But yeah, it's absolutely screaming. I also wonder about... This is what happens when you get saying... ecstasy. You get you, your whole sort of like perception of what an acceptable haircut is just gets totally fucking thrown out of kilter. The, um, yeah, because they mustn't rip the fucking... If, if you turned up with that when I was playing... It would be a never-ending barrage of absolute fucking shit. I was pounding, you'd have somebody would just somebody would just cut it off. Or or they would absolutely torture you for hours on end about it. Um, (laughs) And I can't help but thinking, and maybe it's a good thing that 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 doesn't happen anymore. So maybe he's genuinely shocked that people won't stop taking the piss out of it. And yet, I mean, we shouldn't like we can't let this stuff go. I'm sorry, Stuart. Yeah, sorry, mate. Yeah. <sighs> and if we do, plenty won't. It's the Indeed. way of the world. Uh, more news then. Yeah, I only had that one. Uh, Conor Murray's ruled out for the rest of the autumn, which is a killer for him on his under's cap. But... but a very confusing headline. Murray out to bring Ian Henderson back in. I was like, whoa. Yeah, that, that is not like for like. <laughs> <laughs> I know Farrell's got some interesting ideas, but that might be one too far. Yeah, uh, Joe uh, they got, they got better when Gibson Park they, came on, though. Did. Maybe more on really that later. Did. Even yeah. though he started wearing a scrum cap at one point, and then everything went wrong. Uh. <laughs> I did say that scrum cap was like Magneto's, only it kept out any sensible kicking thoughts rather than <laughs> Professor X's orb way. thing. I'm showing yeah. my lack of knowledge of X Men there. I, I think. I think the we've realised is that the way this should go is Jameson Gibson Park starts and then Conor Murray comes on and steadies the ship, not the other way around. It's that thing, is it? Yeah, the, the experienced guy can have a look for an hour and go, I know what's needed here. <laughs> Someone on. needs, I mean, not that Jameson Gibson Park is unexperienced. He should be able to do this. Yeah, yeah fair point. He can come on and give you about 40 minutes of really good rugby and then something goes wrong in his brain. <laughs> And at that point, ideally, around the 60-minute mark, you'd love to be able to bring Conor But, yeah, it, you know, as a prob- if that's all the only problem Ireland's got, which it basically is, then it's not a very big problem, demonstrably. Any more news? Uh, Joe March signed for Stade Francais, which, I mean, is basically telling Eddie Jones to go fuck himself. <laughs> um, and frankly, when everyone that has replaced him, either the 13 or the wing jersey, has shit the bed in some way, shape or form since the summer, I can't say I blame him. Um, and the Barbarians team to face the All Blacks is basically full of grudge people who are making their point. So we've got... Joe Marchant, we've got Joe Marler, we've got Zach Mercer, we've got Reese Webb, we've got Aaron Wainwright, we've got Teddy <laughs> Tomar, we've got Camille Shatt. It's basically everyone with a massive chip on their shoulder. I can't wait. That should be good fun. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that's um, that's the news. That's all we've got news-wise. I said we're rattling through. I told you we're going to do this because we're going to want to we're going to do this. I do have to mention before we go into the weekend, though, we have to talk mm. about our partnership with our friends at Fanzo, don't we? We uh, do. The, the Prediction League, who, second place in our Prediction League at the minute, is Paul Sodding Williams. 
the great that, kiss of death is it, merchant is it as, that as Paul somehow is it a different Paul Williams I think it is is it that Paul Williams has he, has he got a Welsh flag I haven't looked I thought he had an England flag I think it might be a, a different oh, Paul Williams maybe it's the referee Paul Williams in which case I think he shouldn't <laughs> be allowed <laughs> he should, yeah he definitely shouldn't be doing that yeah why have you just given this drop goal what do you mean you want to win by two points <laughs> Yeah, I think you could be right. It could be a different Paul Williams. I'm in the wrong could thing. Be. Let me have a look. Yeah, oh, he's Paul Williams with an England flag. Yeah, it must be a different okay. one. Well, that Maybe. makes sense, though, because Paul should be... That makes a lot more sense. Our Paul should be right down the end, shouldn't Absolutely it? Absolutely, he should. So I'd like to give a big shout-out to um, Ames L, who's come up top with two perfect picks. Ames perfect. is Irish. That's the only name I've got, but well done for them. Paul Williams is in second. Dr. Harley Worthy, I've seen commented in the comments already this evening, is in fourth with one perfect pick. Who's the, what did under perfect pick on? Um, anyway. A lot of people who scored well of the one who backed Argentina, I think it's fairly safe to say. They're the ones who, who scored quite well. I There's 138 people in the league at the minute, and I am 77th, which is the perfect level of mediocrity that I strive for. So I'm I'm 28th and I'm modern. Are you? Yeah. That's a disgrace. I'm doing all right. I haven't got any perfect picks yet, but I broadly got it all right, with the exception of the Argentina game. So that's where we're, that's how we're teed up. Friend of the mm. pod, Johnny McGinty's in the top 10 as well. Okay. So if you want to get involved in that yourselves, by the way, mm. uh, you you can use there's a, the go to the Fanzo app. It's formerly called Match Pipe. It's called Fanzo now. You can yeah. go there and you can go to the Guinness Pint Predictor and you can use the code Blood and Mud, all one word, and you can join our league and become more than one of the 138 plus people predicting. And if you predict a win within a certain points margin, you get to win a pint. If you predict it in... in a different way you also get to give a pint away so it's free booze a bit of a laugh and you get to bore less point at us and laugh what would you not why would you not want to do that so Indeed. it's a free app fans i will put a link in the facebook group we'll put one on twitter as well but come along and join us it'll be it'll be good fun for the next weekend we'll do predictions maybe very quickly later on but i'll remind you about it later on but that's what indeed that is I feel so much better now, Paul Williams isn't predicting things right. I mean, that would have been a real... I'm happy for this Paul Williams, the English Paul Williams. I'm happy for him. But I I was very confused when Welsh Paul Williams was somehow predicting things correctly. Yeah, it felt wrong. felt sick and wrong. We are normally through the news and starting the weekend after an hour. Mm. We've done it after 30 minutes and I want some kind of prize. I don't know what it is. I don't know what for. I don't know why, but I think we should have one. So, I want a golden donkey. I don't know why, but the um, I mean, get one I of them like... wrist things that Stuart Hogg, what's it called again? Did you get one of them in the end? Oh, did I? It's fucking right, yeah, mate. How did you get one? I knew you'd jump on that. You're fucking your grifter. Got me, work, got me, work band. but oh, work I, band. Have to, I have to wait until I've been onboarded by a person before I can start using it, which is great. Because it means I got another couple of days of just to be an excuse to be totally fucking lazy and not do anything. I got a, a, a promoted ad for losing weight. I don't know why. I'm not particularly. <laughs> I'm, 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 well, I have a bit, but I'm not particularly asked. Um, but it's just that's just what these things do now, isn't it? Yeah. And it yeah. said it was, and you know, one of those kind of like, oh, it revolutionized my life, and in three months I lost this much weight. So I clicked it to have a look, as you do. Mm. And that's a, a tech based one. You get a patch to put on and a fucking dip, smart scale and. And, you know, this is how much you can lose in three months. 1,500 quid for three months it is. Do you know what I 1500 find? 1,500 quid. I could pay a surgeon to cut the fat out for that price. <laughs> Do you know what the funny thing is, though? Have you seen that advert that's going around the things at the moment? It's like, it's the Peloton one. And it's the like, one that says 97% of people don't fuck it off after a year. Yeah, because yeah, they spent £2,500 on an exercise bike. <laughs> I mean, I think when you spent that much, you, you're kind of, even just to make yourself feel better, you're not going to cancel the subscription after a year. Surely. Madness. There's loads of adverts now for, like, tests you can order, isn't there? You can just get blood tests yeah. by mail now, mm, which ethically really. is really, really, really yeah. bad. You should yeah. you should not test for things unless you've there's a clinical 
outcome it? reason you're trying yeah. to do it for. It's it's like it's free if we don't find anything or whatever it is. If you, if you but, think you can't see your GP now, if you get people ordering all these tests and ringing the GP, going, I've had this thing come back, I don't understand it, I want to speak yeah. to my GP. You know. It's, it's big mad. old weird stuff. Well, I'll tell you actually one thing I did do this week. I accidentally well, uh, bought a counterfeit huh? rugby jersey, which uh, I, I thought I'd bought a 1990s Chiefs uh, Yes, I, I remember you showing a picture of it, yes. Yeah. It's fucking cheap knockoff. Female. Is it, is it, as they would say in Manchester, it's Jekyll. <laughs> I mean, it, it says Canterbury on it and everything, but the originals were like made out, like in the 90s, rugby jerseys were not made out of polyester. No, they were so, not. I bought my dad yeah. a 1990s Newcastle away kit, the really nice. Do you remember, do you remember the kind of maroon and navy blue? I do remember that one, yes. With the, with the ecru collar. Yes. It was a very nice. Anyway, I bought my dad that for his birthday last year. That was, I mean, they're, they're not real. There's just somebody in a factory making things. Think, that if you're buying like something that's, you know that it's not real, then I've got no, you know. Yeah. I mean, that's happy. Especially yeah. with Newcastle being in fucking third in the league. He's fucking delighted. But like, yeah. I bought that believing it was a real thing. But to be fair to him, he knew he was being a dodgy thing because as soon as I said, Oi, this is dodgy, give me my money back, he literally <laughs> refunded me my money within two minutes. He's probably got a, like a 100 to 1 hit rate, hasn't he? 99, exactly. 99 people just go, oh, that's fine. Well, I scrolled down his like, feedback and there was like one person about two years ago that was like, this jersey is not real because it was made. It was He bought like the Crusaders version of that shirt. And he's like, this is blatantly a fake. So I was like, well, but yeah. These people just exist. They're out there for, for hawking. And you, they had the cheek to respond. Oh, yeah, the real ones are like 200 quid. So I thought you'd realise. It's like, no, I just thought you were thick and I got a bargain. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you didn't know what you had. And that is why there's a lesson there. Something, if something seems too good to be true, it usually is. Okay. James so Allen says if it's not 10 kilograms heavier in the rain, it's not proper 90s. Correct. Correct. So there you go. Join Fanzo. Don't mm. buy dodgy gear. Enjoy no. the rest of the, what we just talked about. So shall we move on now to talk about the weekend after a stunning 34 minutes? That's because we've at, got 34 games to get through. It is, at this point, we say a goodbye to the people who aren't patrons. You're literally not going to hear about an hour and 10 minutes of rugby chart this week. And all I've got to say is tough fucking shit. Mm. You know, come and give us your support and you can get the goods. All the Not, good goods. It's simple, and it's all genuine goods. We don't fob you off with polyester clobber. No, it's indeed. all the real stuff behind this paywall. So we'll see you in a bit. Bye. Bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, okay, so that's the end of the weekend. So we welcome back our non-patron listeners for oh. what will be probably a 40-minute episode. But, you know, you're the ones who choose to not do it. Uh, right, should we do shit good very quickly? Yes. Shit, I've got people moaning about crowds not cheering. <laughs> the reason why they're not cheering is because what's put in front of them is garbage. Yeah. The reason that there's no atmosphere in Twickenham and no atmosphere at the Millennium Stadium and no atmosphere in Murrayfield is because the home teams are fucking shite. It's like going to see a gig and they play nothing but loads of like B-sides and stuff <laughs> off their as-yet-unreleased album and I wonder why people to, aren't happy about it. It's watch Bob Dylan now. <laughs> yes, it it's like going to a comedy gig with a load of shit jokes and go, why are you not laughing? You're ruining yeah. the atmosphere by not actually you know, <laughs> laughing. Yeah, it's entertainment at the end of the day. People will have an atmosphere if you give them yeah. something to be atmospheric for. I tell you it's, what, after that Rio Dyer try, the Principality was fucking rocking. Yes. But then Wales instantly... Funnily enough, yes. <laughs> then 10 seconds later, when Wales, you know, fucked up the fucking restart and then instantly conceded a try, that somewhat knocked the air yeah. out of people. Then it just became a slow, grumbling murmur for most yeah. of the rest of the afternoon. <laughs> Funnily <laughs> enough. And that actually, the, exactly fa the, the fans are right to expect you to do something for them, not not for them to do something for you. Fuck off. 
I'm I'm fine. I, I like exactly the same as the sort of respect the kicker bollocks, which I hate. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's people are allowed to do what the fuck they want, and they've paid their money as long as they're not abusive yeah. or violent or pricks. Like, Look, if I go do... and buy a meal and somebody presents their shit having been curled out on a plate, I'm not going to go. That's lovely, thank you very much. Yes, take my money, and I'm not going to complain. Bizarre. Exactly. That's weird. Have you got any shit? Yeah, I tell you what, the shit, right? Razzy Erasmus not oh, coaching the South African A game this weekend against Munster. Like, I thought hey, you were talking to... about his, his latest Twitter shenanigans. Oh yeah, I don't even, I can't even bother with that anymore. Um, like he once again proved that like Jack Nanaber isn't in charge of anything. Razzy said that he can't coach the A team next week because he's got to focus on France this week, and. Ostensibly, that's fair enough. Like, you know, you, he's, he's a director of rugby. He's got to focus on what's important. But if you're going to do that right, don't a month ago give this really emotive interview where you talk about how much you owe Munster, how much you're desperate to go back to Munster, about how you're going to want to meet Anthony Foley's family and take your World Cup winner's medal to Axel's grave as a way of showing your immense love and gratitude to him and the club for everything, the opportunities that it gave him. Because then a month later you go, oh, sorry, yeah, work's a bit mad, so uh, so I can't make it, sorry. Uh, shit, yeah, it's, never mind. You know, none of you us are enjoying the fact that he's a baddie now, are we? No, but you know, he's not what we wanted. Total yeah. cunt. To, do, to go, to literally sort of evoke, you know, effectively to evoke Axel's name and memory to, sh- to hawk tickets a month ago and then to turn around a week, uh, you know, week before the game and go, yeah, I can't come. It's just really just a dick move. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, you would think a, I can't possibly do that. On a yeah, purely human level, it's a real dick move. Uh, I had McCloskey's early exit as shit, so I'll move on yeah. from that. Right, Ryan Pinfold, our new guy, our new um, Hi, patron. Hello, Ryan. He says, "Shit, my wife paid one hundred and five quid per ticket for my birthday to watch Wales forget how to play rugby. What an absolute <laughs> shit show. He said, however, good was actually having something to look after my son for the first time in two years, so we could do something, something together. Yes. <laughs> I think we all know what that is, Ryan, but all right, move on. MC says, shit is Dave Walder saying he can't quite put his finger on why the Falcons are losing, despite that literally being his job. What are we paying you for, Dave? <laughs> you can't I'm calling a plumber around. Why is his pipe leaking? I can't put my finger on it, to be honest. Yeah, so... <laughs> oh. uh, Dave McGee gets it up. He says, shit, he's rushing home after a night shift to try and catch the end of the semi-final, only to be locked out of my apartment by my <laughs> girlfriend, who slept through my calls to be let in. Oh, nice. she... And she had a busy night, Dave, and she'd been on the pop. Oh, honestly, there is. Is there anything more infuriating than people not answering the mobile phone? Or when they ring you and you miss the call and you phone them like two seconds later after you've like got to your phone and then they don't answer. It's like you must just had it in your hand to phone me. How can you not be answering the phone now? Anyway, enough of this. Neil Webber says, shit, everything to do with England. An attack that was less coherent than a stunned duck, especially after their third phase. Dull penalty after dull penalty. Everything turgid, looking like it was half pace against other teams that weekend. Over-celebration of the most minor thing. Yeah. The trouble with cheering Argentina's knock-ons, lads, they look a right bunch of cunts when they end up beating you, don't they? Yeah, it does a bit, doesn't it? Uh, all of, all played out in the atmosphere of a morgue. Yeah, well, to be fair, the atmosphere <laughs> comes from a... Yeah. Harley Worthy gets in touch. He says, shit, is Wales conceding a last-minute try? So instead of my fanzo prediction being spot on, I was off by seven. Yeah. He says, but good, though, he's finding out if my wife and I are having a boy or a girl this afternoon. Oh, well, I hope that went well for you, that you got, well, I'm sure you got what you wanted. That's a daft question, really, but (laughs) you know what I mean. I hope you're happy with whatever it is. I'm sure you're happy either way. Patricia Vieira says, shit, the Conor McNamara, Jamie Heaslip commentary access of the abysmal. Oh, God! When? Why does he never shut up, Jamie Heaslip? It's it's hard to listen to him, isn't it? Easy for us to say, like, but uh, this is what happens because he, he didn't have what, that podcast, though. did he? If they just give it, if they say yes to him having a podcast on that Twitter poll, this may never have happened. <laughs> 
I'll tell you what, though, we, the, the uh, Australia game, France-Australia game, was like a sort of like reward for sitting through that. Yeah, that's true. Kaiser. We had Kaiser and Miles Harrison, and it was just like, and Ben Kaiser spent the entire game apologising for saying we instead of France. And it's like, well, at least you realise what you're doing. Uh, Michelle Tracy also supports that position for Patricia. She says, I, for one, welcome our new Amazon overlords even if it means having to tolerate Jamie Heaslip for 80 minutes because the ITV hub is shit. Yes, it is. Having it's, it's, It is actually so much easier to watch the games by just going to Amazon, isn't it? Instead of thinking, is this an ITV? Is it on BBC? Is it on Sky? Is it on Premier Sports? I've got no idea. I must say, I, I've, I've, I've looked on the Viaplay app or Viaplay. Oh, yes. Oh, it. yes. Um, it seems to be a better app than the Premier Sports app was in that it does actually work in landscape. Uh, not, well, it's not hard because some rugby players painted in crayon on a flip chart would be better than the Premier Sport app. Was, so, however, it doesn't seem to have any archive content from pre when it became Premier Ooh, Sports. Some so, right, like, some it's not stupid over. <laughs> They've not yeah, exactly, no painted the contract. So it's like, there's no like if you wanted to watch a game from last week, it's not on there. <laughs> so, should we move on to good? Uh, yes. Rio Dyer's perfectly formed tier. Oh, my God. I've got as good. So good. Um, and he was good. really quite clearly worked up because when that finished and they'll get to, you could see him kind of going. <laughs> yeah, he was really, really like having to, like, come on, thing, you know. For him keep... to turn in the performance that he did when he was clearly, like, emotionally struggling to deal with everything. Yeah. Uh, an and and as a nine year old, that's quite yes. an achievement. <laughs> a little tiny baby. Um, yeah, fair play to him. It was what a, have you got us good? Uh, Karen Paquin, the Canada oh, yeah. man. She's 35 years old and she's playing at open side and she had the gas that she had <laughs> to score that. Amazing stuff. I loved it. Gordon White says, good is the Siobhan Catacan awareness campaign continuing to grow. Alan McDonald, the Catacan family and Anne, Siobhan's partner, smashing that drum non-stop. As much as Definitely. the Irish viewer are trying to ignore it, it won't be possible for much longer. Yes, well done to all involved. Long time, Mr. Gary Gorge, an actual airline pilot. Gary Gorge gets in touch. He's giving me some inside track on my airline stuff. He, oh, he says, good. Watching my son plays first. I don't know that he gives me information. That sounds really dodgy. No, he just he just helps <laughs> me understand certain things that I might have read about. Um in he says, "Good investigations podcast." Yeah, he's watching. He, they stopped doing that. The inside the black box guy, he's disappeared. Anyway, he says, "Watching my son play the first game, his first game of actual contact rugby, the poor, the pure joy in him and his mates displayed nonstop is a world away from the absolute shit that is rugby, social media, etc. Adults should try harder to enjoy the game like eight-year-olds." Lots to be said for that, I think. There is lots to be said. Ultimately, we are we are all playing the child's game at the end of the day, aren't we? Kids' game. Stu Clark says, uh, "Good is that Finn's back in Scotland's camp, but shit, is it won't make any difference because New Zealand will batter us." I don't know. I mean, I mean, interesting game. I think if he starts, I think. I mean, it's an an incredible (laughs) climb down. Quite yes, it is. Um, Yeah, yeah, who does who does Gregor Towns think he is? The UK government <laughs> with these. Um, Owen Glendor gets into it. He says, Good is the Rugby World Cup semi finals, both absolutely superb, um, especially Abby Dow's try. Yes, he mm. said, But however, shit is that fucking Red Roses documentary for making me support an English rugby team. Fuck everyone for in, who was involved in that. Yes. I know what you mean. It's, you it's felt hard. that pain, haven't you, Josh? You felt really the pain of feeling some warmth towards an England team. But they are so damn likable. It's. Andy Bradshaw says, "Good is Ireland's try in a brutal match where the defences were mainly on top. That bit of skill made to make the space to get their back back Bock defences to trouble is a joy to watch. They're the real deal." Yeah. Hugo Gordon says, "Good Dan Sheehan. Yes, good shout. I see he's played an outrageous number of minutes for his province and already this season, and his performance levels are yet to drop. One of the top five hookers in the world on current evidence. Won't disagree with that. Yeah, uh, Anne Harris gets in touch. Says." You've got 463 games to cover this weekend, and I managed to watch five of them, which for over here in Rugby Starve Canada is very, very good indeed, even if Canada lost. It was a great game. Yes, Anne. And finally, friend of the pod and brother of other friend of the pod, Robbie Owen, Will Owen has been in touch. 
He said, good is Gabrielle fucking Vernier. Jesus wept. Less than 11 stone, yet her right shoulder could stop an earthquake. Yes. She is unbelievably good. I think that's probably us done, isn't it? It probably is, yeah. You you haven't got any goods, have you? I didn't jump across you there, did you? No. One thing that we should probably say before uh, we go, and Mm -hmm. obviously to kind of signal boost it, um, is this whole fucking, like, horrible, scary situation with uh, Levi Davis. Oh, Levi Davis, yes. God, yeah, of course, you're right. I mean, it's... You've probably seen it, but if you haven't, you know, a former bath winger um, currently playing for Ealing, I think, um, has gone missing in Spain. Um, it's horrible. It's, it's been terrifying. two weeks now, hasn't it? Since he's been, been yeah, seen. he hasn't been seen since two weeks. He was last seen in an Irish pub that apparently doesn't have a great record for uh, how it treats black people. Um, so, yeah, it all feels very grim and very scary. So, like, obviously... If you are in any way in that part of the world, because you know we have listeners all over the globe, please do keep an eye out and do spread the word, and we'll, you know, hopefully that this will all have a happy ending. Yes, we all hope that. Speaking of ending, that's our ending now. So um, we will uh, speak to you all. I, well, I won't speak to you next week because I won't be here. So no, Josh you're is off going to. I will be. I'll be joined by uh, once again. Joined by the fantastic Jess Hayden, who's coming back yes. to, uh, to tail this after having topped the World Cup. She's going to tail it as well. And a friend of the pub, Trisha Vieira, is going to join us as well. Lovely. So, and Je- Jess is hosting a watch party for the final at the Cabbage Patch in Twickenham on Saturday. That'll be worth going along to. Sounds like a lot. Um, I will be having three Jason Isbell gigs in three separate European cities in three days: <laughs> Antwerp, try- Cologne. Amsterdam, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So two years away for these gigs. I'm going to rent it. Hopefully you have, because you've said to me several times over the last two years, I'm not going to be around on X (laughs) thing because I'm going to watch Jason Isbell and then invariably it's got cancelled. So, yeah. yeah. And then I'm seeing him in Manchester the following Friday when I'm back at home. So four gigs in a week because I've got a lot of time to make up. And no, I'm not obsessed. (laughs) And no, I don't have a problem. So I'll speak to you all soon. Have a great one next week, everybody. Bye-bye. Take care, bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.